To start things off, I just wanted to say a quick thank you to our podcast sponsors, Extra Chewing Gum. We're about to binge on some cringe memories as our lovely guests open up about their early dating experiences. But Extra Chewing Gum is on a mission to give everyone that extra confidence they need to avoid needless dating disasters. Extra's fresh, new personalized packs will breathe new life, literally, into your dating game. Whether that's plucking up the courage to make the first move or staying calm in the face of that lush portion of garlic bread. Yum. Pick up a personalized Find Your Other Half pack today and find that special someone you want to share your gum with. Right, on with the show. When had we met? Well, you said you saw me in Mahiki, but I don't I don't even think I've ever been to Mahiki. I think that no. was just been somebody okay. else. Let's leave the Mahiki thing out of it, I reckon. Okay, fine. Because that's really embarrassing. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. No, so leave I, it I, in, I, leave it oh in. Oh my God. Um, so I, knew, I knew this was going to happen. Welcome to the Dating Hall of Fame, an audible honouring and ode to dates gone wrong. We're recording remotely, so please forgive the occasional technical glitch. It comes part and parcel with lockdown living. For privacy reasons, some of the clips we use are distorted and shortened. Portia and Pete, welcome to Dating Hall of Fame. Oh, thanks, thanks for, for having, having us. Thanks for having us, babes. Now, I've known you guys for quite a while now, but I don't think I've ever really had a t- chance to kind of have a good chat about dating history about how you guys get got together and um I'm really looking forward to this I'm really looking forward to this I just remember you guys have been together how many years all together 12 years this year I was gonna go say 11 you see it started oh, already this is not <laughs> a good start <laughs> no it's 12, yeah, 12 years, 12 yeah, 12 years 12 in, August. in August we've been married yeah. two years this Friday and then our anniversaries like yes in August 12 years I can't remember if it was the first time I met you, Portia, but I remember being at Ibiza Rocks and we were in one of those little balconies off one of those bedrooms. I think if you can say bedrooms, if that's what it was. Uh, <laughs> and Pete, you Had were up on stage. Yeah, there, there, was a, there was bunk beds in there for some reason. Squeeze as many people as you can into one room. And Portia was watching Pete on stage. And I think that was the first time I properly had a conversation with you. But yeah. you, you guys, I mean, God, you must have been to so many places together. You must have traveled to so many places. We tried in the early days, didn't we? Mm. We, yeah, in the early days, because Pete was, you know, he was touring so much and that was kind of like the only way we could be together. It's sort of like if I if I wanted to spend good time with him, it would have to be on tour. 12 years together is a long time, but, you know, you are traveling sometimes together, sometimes doing your own thing separately. Lockdown is another kettle of fish. How have you coped the last few months mm-hmm. at home together all the time? It's been interesting, hasn't it? I mean, I, basically, I've lost count how many times I've kind of dug the holes and refilled them. You've done the well garden. at refilling. You have Hold on. Yeah. What holes? What holes are you digging? Th- three large holes in the back garden. <laughs> <laughs> God. Okay. No, but it was kind of like, I think for everybody at the beginning of lockdown, it was such an adjustment period. And like for Pete and I, it's like, it was the adjustment of, you know, just being together at home the whole time with our two kids and our crazy dog. And it was just sort of like, at the beginning, it was a bit of a holiday for us. And I think that was the same for everybody where it was sunny and it was just sort of like, yeah I mean it, okay let's it, just do it it's, it it's, was nice at the start but I think there was probably one too many hangovers where we did want to throttle each other yeah as well and like obviously the boy's not at school and you're trying to be like this you know overnight teacher and oh, God, like, I was a bit like do you know what this we should probably have a bit of a rethink of how we're going to roll with this because uh 
where you're in it for the long haul, aren't you? But it was definitely there was there. Were, I would say at the beginning it was sort of the adjustment period took it took us a couple of weeks, but then it really mellowed, and I think we've just settled into our groove now, and it's a really it's it's I've I've really enjoyed it to be honest with you. And looking back, I don't know where the time's gone. It's quite weird. Mm. You've had such a, an exciting life. Um, I know the places you've traveled, Pete with the Kooks and Porsche. I mean, you traveled the world modeling. You've modeled for the likes of Mark Jacobs, Alexander McQueen. Uh, and I'm just wondering, how do you cope from, you know, having the, all that excitement, all that traveling to then suddenly like being home with the kids? You mentioned you liked it at the start. Do you kind of revel in that that life um, or is it all about a balance? It's, do you know what? I think when I, I, I started modeling when I was 15 and I grew up, I had to grow up very, very, very early on. So having kids at like a young age, like I fell pregnant with Dylan at 20. Like it was literally the first thing I said to Pete when we first met, I was like, I want kids young. If you don't, don't waste my time. I'll move on. Oh, I love that. Straight to the point. I was, I was like, oh my God, point. like no one's ever said that to me. <laughs> day one, I was like, this is pretty cool. Yeah, I was 19. I was like, get it done. Like I need to, I need to get this like ticked off. But like, I was just ready to sort of get on with having the family life because I felt like I hadn't had that balance. Mm-hmm. So it was very much craved on my part. And I think for Pete as well, that's where we we kind of we were quite similar because he had been in a similar situation with like, you know, being a musician. He was traveling around the world a lot and I think it was kind of needed for him as well. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking for yeah, him. Yeah, right no, now, it's I true. Know. I mean, uh, you know, obviously, kind of having forced time at home is different to taking time off, isn't it? But it, what it did make very clear is that, you know, we don't spend enough quality time together. Do you know what I mean? And that's, I think it was like, especially in lockdown, it, instead of becoming like the, like I say, the overnight teacher and whatever, it was like, do you know what? Maybe we should look at it a different way and utilize the time that we've got. Yeah as a family like when have we ever had the opportunity to kind of spend this much time together and do you know what I mean it so we, we did take take advantage of that quite yeah a bit. well as much as we could obviously we weren't going getting on aeroplanes and going sitting on beaches but it was we we're more creative with our time yeah you know just spending more time together as a family even if it was just sat around watching a film together you know how creative did you get Portia well I well, happy, happy hour <laughs> happened. I don't like. I started this crazy happy hour, like where I just had to make cocktails every Friday or Saturday, and it was like date nights in the garden where we'd just have a theme or mm-hmm. picnics on the lawn where we'd put our parasol up and make it really cozy. We got really in touch with the sort of more romantic side to it. Like we do, like P and I are, like we do love our date nights, and I think having children, we need to, re- we we do really focus on that. Like I always said, you know, having kids in our life we need to make sure our, our relationship doesn't it not that it comes first but it's important that our relationship stays healthy because it's yeah, the foundation so. layer to the mm-hmm. whole family so day nights have always been a priority for us so that being taken away from us was kind of it was kind of like chopping the arms off to our relationship in a way so <laughs> vivid like, metaphor yeah <laughs> yeah right <laughs> jesus <laughs> but like but it's just sort of like i don't know we just became more sort of creative like i don't know like pete writing music and stuff like me coming mm-hmm. to hang out in the studio with him and just having that fun. was fun that's like, been fun that sort of thing i would never usually do that and it's yeah. just sort of well again that was quite fun obviously because i was kind of forced in i mean my whole plan was to kind of get into the studio and do writing anyway for a, mm-hmm. a good few months so it weirdly hasn't really affected me that much in terms of getting on with work. It's but, handy when um, you've got a studio at home. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'll be honest with you, half the time I was being spent uh, completing Netflix, which Portia doesn't know. She's like, when did you watch this? And I'm like, oh, it must have been a year ago. She's like, just come out. Yeah, no, definitely must have been last year, babes. I'm just like, absolutely busted. Yeah. Yeah, so. You've been together for over a decade, but 
this year is there anything you've learned about each other because I know even from being at home with Ian like I didn't know that he could cook like this is a new thing I've just learned I'm just wondering is there any little things even though you've been together for so many years are you like how, how did I not know this about you that is quite impressive with the whole cooking thing. I think Porsche would be over the moon. I mean, because I, I give it a shot, but I'm not brilliant. I would love it if Pete cooked, babes. I'd love it. Half so of it is, most it of it is having the time, though. If you're just having the time to actually put into it. Does Ian enjoy cooking? Does he? Does he? Does he? I enjoy, enjoy eating it. I enjoy eating <laughs> it. So that's that's the first and foremost. But uh, no, yeah, he does. But I think that what we found was similar to you guys, and we don't have kids. Is you know you're running around. We're always kind of like at different schedules and different times, and we just never had the time to to kind of cook a meal because you'd kind of eat because you're hungry rather yeah. than eat to make it a like a process and and actually enjoy the whole procedure of it. Yeah. I think because I've always loved cooking like I find it actually quite therapeutic and like you know doing it with the boys especially it's so I just really want to pass that on to them because I'm raising two men here do you know what I mean mm-hmm. I need them to cook when they leave this do you house ever feel life. outnumbered in your house being the only woman massively <laughs> babes constantly like Lola she's the only girl like the, the only other girl so I'm just literally like it's just my dog guys just <laughs> to the dog just so you know dog. yeah <laughs> um but yeah I, I often find myself sort of just uh I don't know, like if the boys are curious about my wardrobe, I'm like, please like my wardrobe, go go try on dresses, go do whatever. And that's very short lived. It's very short lived. Yeah, that's been interesting for sure. When Dylan was younger. Um, I've I've become a part time painter decorator. Yes, you have. Do you just notice everything in your house needs? I think when you're at home, you're like, that needs doing that. How have I never noticed all these things need fixed? Absolutely. I mean, to be honest with you, though, it it lasts about a day for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I can have this done in three hours. But obviously, it's a two week job but <laughs> apparently I can do it in a day. Turns out I can't. No, you really can't. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of half finished jobs half-finished around the house. Jobs. I yes. get too bored and the weather's been too nice. You know what I mean? I'm not sitting inside painting a wall. That's it. outside and a bottle of rosé. That's it. There you go. We're going to get, get to the studio and watch Netflix. I mean, write a song, write a song. Uh, besides, you know, having children together and living together and being married, uh, you also do the Two Peas uh, podcast. Tell me about this. So the Two Peas podcast, so that was, it was meant to be a radio show, which ended up like our producer just started telling us well she just said like you guys just talk too much for this to be a radio show <laughs> <laughs> so let's just have this as it let's just turn it into a podcast and then it could be it, any um, length you wanted to be exactly because <laughs> we used to do a morning show and uh, basically yeah. we were like oh we should, let's get a later afternoon slot well you know I, obviously that didn't work because by four or five o'clock we were kind of celebrating a little tired shall we say <laughs> So working together is okay as well, because that's a lot of time to spend with each other when and then decide to do a, like a work project together. 100%. I've just learned when to keep my mouth shut, basically. Definitely. Um, You've already learned that now? Yeah. <laughs> that was, no, he learned that. He learned that live on air when we were recording oh, a yeah. TP's podcast when bad. Pete decided to drop the H-bomb hormones. Uh, he, he, he decided to say live on air that I was hormonal and I oh, looked at him. Peace. Right, I, I nearly killed him. I know, nearly killed still, him. Still talking about it, three years on. <laughs> uh, I couldn't not. I I can't if I if he's pissed me off. I can't hide that. Like I have to just let it out wherever we are. Like yeah. I'll make sure it's appropriate, but I'll take. Do you know what I mean? I have to just like I can't hide my facial expressions, and. I knew that, I'd messed up. Yeah. No. I knew it. And I the was fact, like, the fact that you knew really as well is very good. Like the fact that you know by a facial expression, like you've been and, taught and, well. It was like the start of the show as well. And I knew there was like another 90 minutes. I was oh, like, painful. this is just going to be the worst 90 minutes of my life. But even our producer, she was sat in the corner. She was just like, can this wall just swallow me up now, please? I don't want to be in here well, anymore. She, she was like, people have arguments, but not on air. And I was <laughs> like, yeah, it's a fair point. We should, we should make a note of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sarah, 
Success to a good relationship is communication. So, and that comes with the good times and the bad times. And you've communicated yourself through it. And look, you're stronger than ever. But I want to, I want to go back actually, Pete and Portia. I want to go back to your first date. But before I talk about your first date, I want some advice. Okay. So this is, um, deal breakers round. So this is going to be based on celebrity dating disasters reported in the media. And I want to know if you think that these things are deal breakers on first dates. Firstly, do you think you're going to have the same answer? Do you think you're going to agree on these? Um, this is like a massive, probably very 50 50 that because sometimes we do think the same and sometimes a complete opposite. So it's a very 50 50 thing. Pete, whatever you do, don't mention Porsche's hormones for the next day. Okay. I will never do that ever again, Laura. I promise you. Okay, here we go. Here's the first one to start with. Uh, Christina Milian of Dippet Low fame once reported back I dated a guy who had really bad breath. I mean, really bad. The elevator, the car, everything smelled like his breath. Even gum didn't help. Okay. Bad breath, deal breaker, or are you willing to hand over the gum? I'm going to go straight to Pete. I think you can't really let that go, can you? Do you know what I mean? It's, it's inevitably going to cause problems at some point. And would I you, would you pop- tell the person? I, I think I'd have to, yeah. <gasps> would you? Yeah, what I would. You say? I On just, the first date? That's well, savage. No, I mean, there wouldn't be a second if it was that bad. If, I mean, if, the, if it was like, you know lingering for you know hours then there's oh, some the real issues going on there yeah, the i worst. think but i think if it's that bad you need to tell somebody because you know you're not the only one that's kind of smelling that and other people <laughs> haven't had the balls to tell them in the past i think you need to go this is you know a problem you need to get it you need to get it sorted out oh my god we, we've all been there haven't we so Do you know what I mean? but you. like you know the morning breath obviously we know that exists but you know if it was still cracking on in the middle middle of the afternoon i'd be like babes Get a toothbrush. An hygienist. Ooh, harsh, <laughs> but but good. Right to the point, Portia. Would you be as honest? I don't think I'd be. I'm not. I I can't. I just couldn't. I could not. I can't even get the words out of what Pete's just said. Um, I don't think I could be as. No, I would definitely do a second date, I think. And would then you? I, yeah, I think so. Just to give them the benefit. It could have been garlic. It could have been, you know. Garlic? It could, it could have been something. And then you, you want to, you can't just say off the first date you have to give someone a second chance and if it was bad the second date i'd be like i'm sorry this isn't just gonna this is not gonna work okay i changed my mind i, I agree with portia <laughs> <laughs> oh i see how this relationship works <laughs> right what the wife says. right next up we're going to go to the beebs justin bieber uh, now food on dates is always an interesting one especially for a first date but justin um he spilled an entire bowl of spaghetti on his date, who apparently never spoke to him again. I even though it's Justin Bieber. Clumsy, deal breaker or not, Portia, would you would you forgive someone who poured their whole meal? Not not on purpose. Babes, I would thank him for spilling it all over me. I'd eat it off my lap. I'd like for the bowl of pasta, I'd be there like mopping up. But that is not for me. I'd I'd still go on a second date. I'd find that hilarious. I think you go on a second date with anyone. Do you know what I'm saying? Like literally no, but seriously, I think that's funny. But also, like, if he's being clumsy, maybe it's just because he's nervous. Like, oh. you know, you can't. Oh, Justin. Oh, people. You're and very been... forgiving. I mean, you, smelly breath, spilling their food all over you. And you'd, and you'd, you'd probably marry them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Pete. Oh, I think you should definitely forgive that. 100%. I'd, I'd see that being quite funny. Would you? See, yeah. That, see, you're like whenever if I spill anything, if I borrow any piece of his clothing, <laughs> that's now. Right? That's not if a first date. If I borrow date. anything from my happy hour, I'm like, oh baby, can I borrow a shirt or something? He'll be like, do not spill anything on that. Do not. 
and like he'll be like, I'll, I'll like literally there'll be there'll be murders. And I'm just like he's quite he's quite harsh with me before before he lends clothing out for a reason, man. So so now spilling a bowl of pasta on you, you'd go on a second date. Yeah, I don't know. If it was a first date, if it kept happening over and over again, I'd be like, this is a bit weird. Are you doing it on purpose? Okay. Portia, yeah. I love that you asked to borrow the clothes. Like, I'll just be wearing something. Ian's like, is that my T-shirt? I'm like, yeah, what's your point? <laughs> if I go near Pete's pile of T-shirts, he literally gives me the biggest daggers. Only because the other day, you, it literally looked like you'd rolled food into a white T-shirt purposely. I was like, what What have you even eaten? Uh, it's Rudy, Rudy's height. He wipe, he it was unbelievable. I swear you'd done it on purpose, though. <laughs> and that's why. Right, here's our third deal breaker. Finally, Lauren Conran of The Hills fame agreed to be set up on a date by her mother. Her account, he and I didn't talk for the majority of the date. We just sat there in awkward silence. I ate as quickly as I could to speed up getting out of there. What are your thoughts on parental matchmaking when it comes to affairs of the heart, Pete? Um, I would not be happy with that at all. I would love to see your mum matchmaking yeah, with someone. Um, my mum's only ever done one thing into, that, that was involved in my relationships. Oh. As, 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 as Spill the beans. Uh, I think it was my 18th birthday. She invited two girls that I was seeing at the same time oh. to uh, for, for a curry in Leeds. Oh, and I walked in and she was like, hi. I was like, not not great this. I'm not going to lie. This is probably not going to end very well. And it didn't. So I was right. But no. You left with no dates, no girls. That's it. Yeah, that was it. Just just on my own with my mum. Thanks, mum. <laughs> Moral of the story, don't date two girls at the same time, Pete. Right. Oh, okay. I was 18. And I'm from oh. Leeds. Oh, okay. You can't use the Leeds excuse every time. <laughs> I'm from Leeds, man. Did your mum realise the error of her ways? Was she doing it completely innocently or was she kind of trying to, you know, throw you in it? Oh, no, no. I think it was innocent until she saw my face drop. And I think, I think it, um, yeah. That I think would be the best it. lesson, though. I, I think that'd be quite a good lesson. Yeah, mom. it was pretty bad, man. It's pretty bad. Also, I love very, that very, very your, your mom knew exactly who you were dating. I don't think I told my mom who I was dating till I was about 30. <laughs> Do you know what? I've just, what's just made, what's just clicked, actually. I think she's probably asked some of my friends and they, I've just, Aww. yeah, makes sense. They've taken the piss, haven't they? Oh my God. He's That's doing. what they've done, isn't it? Ooh. Listen, we're talking like 20 years ago, man. I'm going to have to give them a call. <laughs> well, I want to try to talk about your first date because you, well, it was kind of a blind date, although this does sound a little bit stalkerish when I did read about this, Pete, because you, you, you had... It's not going well for me, this, is it? It's all right. <laughs> no. that, uh, you had seen a picture of Portia. Yeah, I did, yes. So a friend of mine who designs clothes, she had like a small lookbook that Portia had been part of mm-hmm. on her coffee table and I was kind of just flicking through and I was like oh she's rather attractive and I'd quite like to get to know her for an evening or two. 12 years later. Yeah, yeah. how's the breath? How's the pasta dropping? I don't know. Anyway, so, yeah, apparently she was seeing somebody else but it didn't seem to put me off. Um, we also had two or three mutual friends. So yeah, it was well, sort of... it, well basically it was our friend Lily that had she did the makeup hatched she... the plan. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was trying Yeah, to... I, I basically I just said, look, what do you think? Do you think I should send her a message on, on Facebook? She was like, Yeah, go for it, you know. So I did and got nothing back for quite some time. I was heartbroken <laughs> though. I had only just well, both of us, you'd come out of a relationship as well, a long term relationship, and I had come out of a well, like a two year relationship. I was not looking for a relationship of any kind. Like so Especially when... a guy that like circles girls in 
lookbooks. Yeah, basically mail order. And, um, <laughs> so, um, and, um, but no, you did send me a message, and then I had my best mate. She was met. She was literally just like, "Angel, this guy really likes you. He really wants to take you out on a date." Oh, come on, Portia, yeah. you saw the message. You just didn't reply to it. I just she did. deleted it. Did no, I? you didn't. Yeah, you did. You did. It said red, and I went back to it. It was deleted, oh, and you always savage. denied that. But I know Sorry, that you deleted baby. it. It's fine. It's, it's fine. all coming out now. No, but then I messaged you. Then I messaged you again, and you said something about. Yes. And then I, because I saw Pete's face, and I just remember, like, he still does it now. He has a very sort of like when he does a selfie, one eyebrow has a mind of its own. And I just remember this selfie of him, like, with this eyebrow, and I was like, "Who is this guy? I've never seen him before." Pete, pa- he called himself Pete Paris. I was like, oh, "Never heard of him." Um, but my friend Lily, she was just like, "You need to, you need to meet him. He really, really fancies you." And I was just like, oh, "I'm not I sure." I did. I did fancy. I do now, obviously. But what I mean is, I did actually fancy. I was there's some intrigue there for sure. Yeah, I was just. I'm. I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not in this mindset to you know pursue anything right now. I'm. You know, I was 19 and mm. just you know quite upset with going through my first sort of grown up uh, relationship. And so we, anyways, she she arranged the date. Did she arrange the date? Um, I think. Was it we we did, did we? yeah. yeah you, we you'd did, message yeah. you'd message. I'm reminding you now. You messaged Pete then, didn't you? <laughs> what, what, what happened? <laughs> what happened? I could even I could even actually you take a note. Don't worry, I could probably dig out the messages in Facebook Messenger if I if I went back far oh, enough. God, don't, the oh, messages God. are literally it's like talking about watching Gordon Ramsay on repeat and all this. It's really not like hybrid. I was not. Try- yeah, the the chat levels. I was not trying in any way, shape, or form. And so then, anyways, <laughs> we arranged this date, and Pete was just. Can I like, ask you? Were you were you nervous because? Obviously, Pete messaged you. You deleted that. Pretend that never happened. Then after yeah. a while, you thought, actually, he is cute. I'm going to message him. Were you nervous about sending that Facebook message? Like, or were Babe, you there just- was zero, zero nerves. Zero, <laughs> zero nerves. Like, Great. literally. I d- no, I didn't. I didn't have. I, like, also, I hadn't been exposed to the dating game. So I didn't really know what I was doing anyway. So mm-hmm. I was just sort of like, you know, like whatever. With being so yeah, young, exactly. yeah. Exactly. So I was just sort of like, whatever. And then we exchanged a few messages and then, like, somehow, about 15 to 20 of our friends also came along on this date. This yeah, is your first think, date. This yeah. is our first date ah, yeah. here. It, it's quite weird. I think because people were just quite keen to see me, you know, happy. Because mm-hmm. I, wasn't, I wasn't massively happy at the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, it was weird. It was so weird. And we so, so I arrived at Monkey Cheese. And I wasn't, babes, I was literally wearing a pair of black, I can remember it so clearly. I was wearing a pair of black jeans and a like a cashmere cream jumper. I was not like... I just it was just like there was no effort made is what no, you're saying no, but I think it but was I was, very but I, casual but I think you did I didn't even shave my legs like you you shave your legs right if you're gonna go on a date you want to feel good I didn't no that's the yeah. but so we we went <laughs> we went to monkey cheese and we didn't talk for it was an hour. really weird it was the most it was, awkward it was thing. very strange but I, I just kept looking at you and I was kind of like oh, when's a good opportunity I was like if literally there was 20 people there wasn't there yeah 20, 20 of our friends just watching I was just very very strange very strange and Pete was just sort of stood at the bar, like very, very drunk. And I was, I mean, was I, that I, nerves? I, was that nerves, Pete? Yeah, 100%. Of course. I was like, got some, you know, incredibly, you know, attractive, beautiful girl, you know, that everybody was kind of aware of going on a date with me. But you weren't talking to her. 
No, no, I was, I was, I was, I was nervous, man. Mm. I was super, super nervous. It was quite, it was quite a fumbled first date. And then in the messages, what we had exchanged before, Pete said to me, he was like, "If it gets a bit too much and a bit too like noisy, can can I take you somewhere quieter?" And I was like, "Let's just see how it goes," sort of thing. So, anyways, we're at this date. After an hour, Pete decides he wants to come and say hello. Comes and says hello, <laughs> says something completely obscene, which I will not repeat ever. Yeah. And how obscene? Like, like on a scale of one to ten, how obscene are we talking? Just remember I'm from Leeds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I'd say, I'd say we're, we're pushing it at nine, eight or nine. <laughs> okay, okay. And I but it got my attention and I um <laughs> So we had a drink and it was all a bit, it was very noisy. Everyone was just trying to get our attention, sort of, you know, taking the piss out of us because we were talking, whatever. Mm-hmm. So then he decides, he's like, I'm going to take you somewhere really lovely around the corner. And I was like, we're in Camden. Like, there's not really that many sort of nice posh places around here. So then he decides to take me to, um, what's it? Marathon, kebab house. Oh, the kebab yeah, place opposite the roundhouse. Yeah. yeah. yeah iconic. It, I mean, it's a kebab house, but it is iconic. Well, iconic. they had that, like the, 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 the dude in the back, didn't oh, they? Oh, the band. They always the... had like a band. Yeah. Yeah, it was like he was like the Elvis impersonator yeah, the Elvis kind impersonator, of guy. Which, I used to love that guy, man. I mean, it was just, I just, it was absolute carnage. We got, we got followed by one of our friends who was completely, he was very drunk and he thought <sighs> it'd be fun to follow us. So then Pete was like, "Shall I take you somewhere else?" And I was just like, "Okay, great." So then we sort of just like stumbled back to where you were living. Yeah, it was almost like a planned it, wasn't oh, it? Oh, it was almost like a. If plan. you if you if you steam in at ten p.m. and cause a fuss, I you know no. <laughs> yeah so that was uh that was our first date it yeah was it was very pretty sort of, um, did you at any stage regret not shaving your legs no do you know what weirdly no really <laughs> oh, I didn't even that. Like, didn't even regret it. We had a, we did have a sleepover. <laughs> we had a sleepover. <laughs> but then like after that a month passed and I was like no more sleepovers. No more sleepovers. So we're calling it a sleepover, yeah. Yes, sleepover. All right, we had a we had a sleepover. It was a nice sleepover. Portia said that she wanted kids very early, so it was nice to have someone sleep over and, you know, watch a film with very hairy legs. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it was, it was cute. Do you, know, do, you know, do you know what? It was really, really cute. And yeah. we did have a beautiful, beautiful evening together. And it, it was like the next morning. The next we, morning was the actual dream. It was. And we really? Kind of, Normally, that's the worst part. No, it, no, was, it was really wicked. beautiful. We got up. It was and so we, nice. we got we got dressed and we we went into Central and Pete. I'll never ever ever forget this this day, like this morning, this ty- this whole day with him. Like we spent. I think we were we, we went for a Pizza Express because I was obsessed at the time with Pizza Express, and we went to the one. Jane I like it. Yeah, right. Um, and then we went. <laughs> it's pretty to... expensive for me at the time. Not going to lie. <laughs> she had the dough balls as well, man. I was like, oh, Whoa. not the dough balls. But then we, after that, we were like sort of separate, like going our own separate ways. And we stood outside Selfridges and Pete just, he leant in and kissed me and he held my head in his hands and the whole world stood still. And I literally felt the safest I've ever felt in my life at that moment. And I just literally like, I just knew I'd met someone really special. Mm-hmm. And it was like, like to this day, that kiss was just like, it's the most memorable kiss for me. And it was, oh, it makes me feel really emotional just talking about it, but it's just sort of, yeah, he's... and the breath all good, was it? The breath was perfect. Oh, right, Thanks, like tinge of gin. Maybe <laughs> she would have had a second date anyway. In a way, it kind of was online dating because that's how you first contacted. Like you slid into each other's yeah. DMs. I also found. I remember when I moved to London from Ireland. Like in Ireland, we just didn't go on dates with people. We did what you just described as your first date. You'd kind of go with twenty of your friends, and then yeah. they'd have loads of their friends. You'd be in a pub, and then suddenly you might leave with them. But um, yeah, I was never very good at going on a date with just one other person. When did you decide to? go on a date alone without anybody else oh god i don't I, even to this day 
even to this day, we're bad at it. Like we, we have to yeah. really like, we have to really commit to having a date by ourselves because it's so nice to go out and sometimes just get another couple or sit, you know, like two, like, like a group of us involved because it's, you know, we get mm-hmm. childcare. We want to go out and see our friends. I think it's, um, did we? I, th- I don't, I don't think there was m- much dating straight after, because to be honest with you, it, we didn't, the, the loveliness, it wasn't plain sailing, our uh, relationship you know, the, the uh, yeah, it didn't last, didn't last long. We were kind of on and off a little bit and then we developed this severe hatred yeah, we did. for each other. <laughs> so. Yeah, we did. We broke up for a bit. Like we, well, we weren't really together. And then Pete, when did you drop the album? Oh, which, which one's this? Love Bomb. Oh, really? It's it was... probably quite early on because, well, I, I did. But bit. I didn't say it back. Which no, you wrote. Portia, how long did you wait to say it back? Mm, well have you we, said it back to this day <laughs> I don't know it. <laughs> no it's, it's it basically it was like a, it was a um he said it to me and I was like and I like you too no, it, was very, it was a very friends moment was yeah it? and then that was when it sort of it developed into a tortoise slow so we were just mm-hmm. like I just had to keep reminding Pete that we were taking things tortoise slow but basically it was because I was it was so soon after like I met him so I met Pete so soon after breaking up with my ex and also Pete offered me the sun, moon and stars the minute I met him. He mm. literally gave me this love, which I'd never been exposed to before. And it was quite overwhelming. And I was sort of like, I didn't really know how to handle that. So I sort of had to test him and push him away a bit to see if I could, if he'd come back all the time. It was, I didn't mean to do it, but yeah. I was just... Yeah, it, it's, it's fair enough. I, I, I did, I, you know, obviously I didn't really completely understand at the time. But obviously as time went on, I did. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I mean, it was not, it didn't make it any easier. Mm. But it was... Uh, tricky do you think at Porsche if Pete was like an accountant with a nine-to-five job would be different I mean he's like a rock star going all around the world where there's loads of screaming girls like did that did that kind of make you a little bit wary or worried I hadn't heard of the band when I met him and, um, <laughs> I was not phased by that at all I did, I've never I've never been phased by the band side to Pete's life and like the touring and obviously it has been hard and stuff like you know I'd, I'd, there'd be slight resentment if I was at home with you know, one or two kids, like depending what time of like our like, our relationship we were at, like because I couldn't be with him. But I've never, I've never felt jealous, like jealousy towards any of his fans because he has truly got so many wonderful fans mm-hmm. and so many loyal fans that they've they've been with the two of us for the whole of our relationships. I felt I've always felt sort of secure in that, and also Pete is he's incredibly reassuring all the time. So I've never felt the need to feel insecure even from the de- from the beginning of yeah, our relationship 100%. you've always um from even from from me from the outside you've always seemed like that that solid relationship in a world where nothing was solid around like you know at a time yeah. where most people in bands most models were single and living this great life like you two were like that strong couple that made it through everything you probably just if anything you're like that couple's goals I'm sure a lot of your friends are just kind no, of striving I'm to sure. have that relationship I mean look you know it I, I I agree I think we are too I mean obviously it's you know, from what you see from the outside isn't always what's going on as well. You know, there isn't always roses, is it? It's always really yeah. reassuring that we've married each other and had kids. It just, it just confirms how much I love him. It's true. More. It's like the, the other person gets like the extra strength to kind of yeah. help and carry the other when there is a bit of a shitty moment going on. Do you know what I mean? Because let's be honest, you know, it, things are, can be very life stressful. Life can be and, shit. And yeah, life can is, be you know? hard. But um, it's true. 
Have oh. you ever tried to set any of your friends up with each other? Because I, I know when I first started going out with Ian, I was like, wouldn't it be great if like one of my friends was going out with your friends? And we tried it, oh. but it didn't really work. Have you ever tried to set anyone up? This is my favorite, I mean, favorite thing to do. Yeah, this is Portia's <laughs> question, man. It's unbelievable, to be honest. Any single, any single <laughs> friend of mine and any single friend of Pete's, I'm like, oh my God, I need to set them up. I need to set them up. And it's sort of Pete sometimes hates me for that well i'm just like man just have a think about it before it's like before before i've even finished the sentence they're on a date mm -hmm. do you know what i mean <laughs> and it's like this ain't gonna work and it's you know it's very sweet but it's also one of those things where if it doesn't work you know you lose a friend well yeah, but yeah too and uh <laughs> you know and you, you know you're to blame aren't you to a degree or you know and then you have to kind of you know, have the conversation about navigate through the yeah. Then then it's like, why is he not calling? Why is she not? And it's like, oh my god, it's like this is didn't sign up for this. You know what I mean? Any it's any success stories, well. Portia? If there's been there, so many, there actually, I don't think there are any. Success <laughs> <I'm really? stories. laughs> I am no Stella Black over here. Absolutely not. Uh. Right, guys. Uh, this is the part of the show where we have a little outside help, the listener's story. Now, as you two are so happily married, I thought it would be interesting to get your thoughts on this listener voice note. Now, this was sent in to us by a girl who has recently started seeing a guy again that she used to date at uni. And it stirred up some, let's say, shitty memories. So I'm going to press play now and have a little listen to this. Basically, at one night when we went back together, I don't remember this, but... Apparently, I woke up in the night and he was in the shower, and I was like, "Oh, can I join you?" And he was like, "No, no, you stay there." Anyway, then we woke up in the morning and had sex in the morning, and then for the next like week or so, I was getting all these jokes about poo from his friends, like "shit, shit, the bed you're fit," and um, "shit, it's so nice to see you," and all these things. And I finally plucked up the courage and texted him, being like, why are you telling everyone I shat the bed? Because obviously I didn't. And he was like, oh, <laughs> you think it's you? Yeah. Um, I was like, what do you mean? He was like, no, I did. And I was like, you shat the bed with me in it. Anyway, so basically he shat the bed with me in it. And then we had sex in the morning, which was absolutely outrageous. I was furious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the poo story. But the worst thing is now I'm Wait, like... she shat the bed? Ugh. I don't know what I'm doing with him. <laughs> can I just back? Can you just backtrack that story? Can you just quickly go over that story again? He, he, I he shat the bed. He shat the bed with her in it, but they they had sex whilst there was shit in the bed, and then the he bed, got up yeah. and showered. I mean, mm. I mean, there are multiple things to unpick here. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we begin? Um, you need some pe peptide bismol, babe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit late for that, I think. So yeah, I want to get some like boy girls opinion on this. First of all, what are your feelings straight off the bat of that story, Pete? Um, it's pretty rough. How long did she not smell girl, it though? How long was the girl seeing him for? So it was a guy that she used to go out with. The one thing I wanted to ask you about Portia was the fact that like he didn't tell her, like he told all his friends. So she was kind of didn't know what was going on for ages until she messaged him. Do you think that he should have told her or was he right to kind of keep it a secret, get his little bit and have a shower? But how do you, how can you, how is, how is shitting the bed a secret? Like you're literally, like, there's going to be, like, it's, I mean, what color are the bed sheets to start with? That's a massive concern because if they're brown, honey get rid but secondly like what 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 like you, look, like, you, you, you wouldn't look. leave you wouldn't leave a, a, like you, someone in bed with some poo and some poo darling 
then, and then get in the shower and like surely you just laugh it off together mate, and be like that's fucking disgusting but like you'd smell it you'd, you'd smell, smell it. it you'd go mate have you shut yourself and you'd go yes should we still have sex and she's gone yes but is that something that-, that you'd ask would you if you smelled something would you not assume it was like i don't know like a fart or something you wouldn't say did you shit yourself <laughs> <laughs> would you i don't know i think if you i think i think after 10 minutes after 10 minutes and it's still very strong i'd be like man that's a that's a heavy fart i'm and, sorry but and i'd have a look it. underneath and go look you have you shut you shut yourself and that's, that's going to be a really, different really smell weird. altogether surely i also i also think one of the worst bits is how the lads took like it was a guy's mistake he shot himself but they've um, flipped it around and it. made her that no pun intended the butt of the joke <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's cool. I mean, that's just like, I think that just sort of shows age as well there because that's just not very nice. Unless he did did tell his friends it was her. <gasps> well, yeah. What, was you know, that's that what happened. Like, yeah. Yeah, maybe, because why would they do it? You're not going to text the girl. Why would they? Do, I don't know. I think maybe he's gone, no, I said it was me. Why would they do, Why would they then know. message her? Yeah, 100% he has. Yeah, I think I think he so might be telling a little, little brown lie there a little brown lie, a little, yeah. little brown lie. I, i'm just i'm just uh, looking at the details of the story and um, they actually when they went out for two years during uni so it happened bef- it happened a few years ago but it's three years later and they've got back together they've rekindled yeah. it what would be your advice to to them now portia i mean that's it's in the past isn't it it's sort of like you just have to sort of maybe let it i don't know would you let it go I'd, but he let I think- it go I was going to say that, yeah, was, right. that, was, that was the initial issue wasn't it he let it go but i just i mean if she's still hung up on it now i think you just thought we like what we were saying before communicate it out and mm-hmm. just clarify to all of the friends if they're still friends with any of those people yeah. that she 100 percent didn't shit the bed <laughs> how, how I, think, Im- I think it's quite funny it is it's funny when it's not you yeah right yeah, true it's funny true. when it's someone else how important <laughs> is it to have that communication because this is away from shit stories um I, I think a lot of times sometimes we tell our friends things about our relationship before we actually mm-hmm. tell the person we're in a relationship with how important is that communication that and and how much we share to our friends that's personal communication well I think for for Pete and I communication's been the well the, one of the biggest ingredients to our relationship because he's toured so much in in our relationship like well in the years mm-hmm. we've had to you know we'd be on the phone for hours like every single day like people would think it's really obsessive how much we talk like we'd message like loads of times do you know what I mean we, we'd talk a lot so that communication's always been there and even now like living to, if there's something going on Pete like if you can tell by my face you'll be like there's a problem like I'm going to either wait for you to just explode when you're like if, if, if I'm angry for example mm-hmm. he'll be like either tell me now what you're angry about or I'll wait and like wait for an hour until you like when you like eventually explode but I think that <laughs> Pete's quite Pete's a really private person when it comes to our relationship but I'm mm-hmm. I'm a bit of a I love to talk things out especially when it's like your best mate it's mm-hmm. that sort of like you like to have the, their opinion because you trust them and you know that they're your best friend for a reason. Whereas Pete's, like I said, he's very private. He won't talk to anybody about our relationship. Well, I talk to you. I think if it's something, that, you know, a bit more, but more minor, then I probably would. Do you know what I mean? So like, for example, like the, the, the other week, I think I came in a bit later than expected. And you said to a mutual friend of ours, you've obviously been talking to a mutual friend of ours. And I, I, we were with her the other night and I was like, oh, I was back by 8.30. And she was like, 8.45. And I was like... <laughs> you didn't say 8. Yeah, 8.30. I, I did. I that did. just sounds, makes me sound like she, a fucking she, dragon. She, 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 no, not at all. No, I'd been out all day and the day before. So it's fair enough. But I was like, eight, and she was like, oh, 8.45. And I was like, how do you know? 
Do you know? And then I thought, oh, here we go. No, but it's that sort of, yeah, I think it's the communication between the two of us. It's sort of, um, it's that's that's very, very important. And if, like I say, if I've got anything I need to say, I can't let it fester yeah, because true. it does simmer and then it becomes an, like an obstacle. Yeah, we're very straight up. So we just get out Which is good. open straight I think, away. I think you should be. And it's like, you know, it can be fiery. But then it's out in the open and then you have an hour and a bit of, you know, a bit of time to yourself and before you know it, you're back on track. But yeah. I don't know. I, I would hate to think that you were kind of, you know, having a bit of goss with like friends and stuff before actually being oh able to God, come no. to me. There would think, never you know. be any, I would never discuss anything with friends before I'd speak to Pete ever. I'd mm-hmm. never do that. I think that's just weird because it's about me and him. So obviously we need to talk about it first, I think. Especially if either of you shit the bed. Never tell your okay. friends. I was, I was literally just going to say, unless you shit the bed, and then I'm going straight to my mates. <laughs> um, away from lockdown, what would be, I'm going to ask you each of this question separately, what would be your ideal date with each, with each other? Um, I'm yeah. going to go to, just in case you decide to do something separately. God, that's such a hard question. A dream date. I think... To be honest with you, we're actually doing our dream date this weekend and it's an evening picnic on the Heath. Mm. Um, literally so, so simple because it's just sort of everything. I think you can glamorise dates, but I think the simplicity to a date is is something which is which holds more magic. And I think that, you know, I just, I love the idea of grabbing a pe- like a picnic bear basket mm. and finding a really quiet spot on the Heath or somewhere else, like, you know, like hiking or something, because we love hiking mm. as well. So anything like that where I'm outdoors with Pete is my favourite kind of dream date, I guess. Pete? Yeah, it's cute. Uh, Ibiza, three nights. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shit in the bed. Uh, yeah, it's, I, it's similar stuff, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, like you say, yeah, Friday, is it Friday our anniversary? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Don't question it. Don't pretend you don't know. <laughs> it's Friday or Saturday, I don't know. But no, some, you know, that's going to be great. I mean, like you say, you know, we like little you know, walks and stuff. We mm. kind of did that last weekend, but... Um, but yeah, I mean, we just like doing that, man. You know, any any opportunity to have like a child-free evening and like even a staycation, man, if we get like a nice hotel somewhere even in London, you know what I mean? Just yeah. to have dinner, a couple of drinks, and then literally shave your legs, have a, have a, have a sleepover. <laughs> you know what? The shaving legs things obviously doesn't bother you, though. It didn't stop you before. Right? Never. I encourage it. <laughs> Long, longer the better. <laughs> uh, Pete and Portia, you will remain my couple goals. Uh, thank you so much for joining me on Dating Hall of Fame. Oh, darling, thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks for tuning into this episode of Dating Hall of Fame. I'd love to hear all your experiences of dating in lockdown or in general. The good, the bad, the ugly, the hairy. Don't hold back. Comment your stories in the review <laughs> section of the podcast or email to dates at magscreative.co.uk and we'll be sure to read them out. Until next time, take care. Thank you again to our sponsors, Extra Chewing Gum, who are making this series possible. It doesn't have to be as much of a roller coaster as we've just heard. You can breathe through even the toughest dating moments with a fresh new outlook. Don't forget to check out Extra's new Find Your Other Half personalized packs that are giving you the confidence to go out and find your special someone, meaning you can still get all the feels from tonight's date without worrying about the microwave fish you had for lunch. Extra Chewing Gum has got your dating back.